0: Everybody welcome to another episode of Toad on Games. I'm on the games and sitting on them. I'm having a good comfy old time. Brilliant. Haven't done this for a while. I was busy and lazy and mostly lazy. With us today, we actually have my twin brother Reese Brown. Hello. Hello. He is a mostly steam person and I am mostly a not steam person. Look how very fucking different we are. Are we really twins? I know, innit? not we, we don't look alike, and we don't even no. play the same games. We might not no. even know each other, to be honest. No, so Who are you again? I'm going now, bye. What? <laughs> <to? Ha. laughs> At Reece Bullet on Twitter, if you want to talk to him about the things we're going to talk about. If you haven't noticed from the title and the description, the main topic today is going to be Steam games. As I say, I don't particularly use Steam, because A, my laptop's shit, and B, I'm stubborn and just sort of prefer consoles. Um, I would like to get a proper desktop TV and get into it, which is predominantly a PC gamer. Um, I haven't
1: used physical copies of games since PS3.
0: Yeah, and even then you died off like sort of midway through that. Yeah, gen. definitely, yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. I mean, it's I'm not like funny about it. I'm not like, oh, PC gamers. I totally get it.
1: And there is some people like the hardcore PC master race kind of people who are like, oh, consoles, I understand that both fit a purpose. Yeah. and uh, Like one is comfortable and laid back and the other one is kind of, You know, you have to sit in a computer chair, it's kind of
0: awkward. But yeah, I haven't had... I don't own any physical copies of games, like any. That's where we're different, but we both care about preservation. Almost, yeah, for sure. That means a lot to both of us. And for me, that means collecting physical copies of everything. Yeah. And for you, that just means trying to secure Steam games. Well, yeah, yeah. How many Steam games have you got? Uh, I have just over 5,600. That's quite a lot of Steam games.
1: That is quite a lot of Steam games, yes.
0: And... I guess most people would criticise you because I presume you've played, what, like 10% of those?
1: Less than that, probably, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I assume most people criticise you and be like, why do you do do it then? But I get it. I get it. It's a collection. No, exactly.
1: The ones that I would say I want to play, I'll go and fetch and play... Um, But more often than not, I'm not going to get a game in order to play it. I'm getting it for the plus one, which you're right. A lot of people moan about because that's a waste of a game or waste of potential, waste of money. But it's a collection like any other. Like if you had a a glass cabinet with stuff in it, right? You're not going to get it out all the time and play with the stuff in it. It's for looking at and it's for appreciating and observing and and liking the
0: collection in itself. And the plus one for me is just just the same. That's not to say that you won't play them. Oh, no, no. It's just that that's the... That's the priority. The priority is to collect them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have folders on my Steam of games that I want to try or are going to play. There's thousands in each folder. So at some point, I'd like to get through them, but it's never going to realistically happen.
0: No. A bit like me with my um, freeware indie games. You know, I've got like 11,000 of them now downloaded, with always the intention of going through and testing them and keeping the ones I like. And it's just never going to happen. So yeah, this topic has mostly come up because of Alan Wake... Now, this is, by far, not the first time this has happened. I would say it's the largest news story in relation to a, to a Steam game being delisted. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because it's maybe the first AAA title? Have there been any other Oh, big, no, there's been a massive amounts. Yeah. ...of AAA games?
1: Yeah, huge amounts. Depends on what you consider huge, but there's Blur, uh, there's right, yeah. the Saw games, there's uh, the Dead Island games, because they were superseded, there's the Deus Ex games... Every single Duke Nukem game, every single Dirt game, they replace the old ones. Uh, There's all the Football Manager games, there's F1 games, the Ice Age games, there's a bunch.
0: So it's slightly odd, then, that this is such a big news through with Alan Wake, because the presumption there is that the press simply aren't aware that this is an ongoing issue for Steam? I think it's mostly that they actually gave you time to go and buy
1: it beforehand, because more often than not, they don't announce that the game's about to be removed. So, for instance, uh, the Saw games. The Saw game is about £100 now if you want to buy it on Steam because there's only key copies of it available and it's very rare. And the only reason for that is because it was never in key pre-selling sites that often. It wasn't in third-party sites like Humble Bundle or stuff like that where you could legitimately buy the key and the developer would get some of the money for it. It didn't ever hit any of those because it was just too early on. These sites didn't exist then. Uh, So more often than not, they don't announce when a game's about to be pulled, so you're kind of blindsided. And everyone who collects these games are rushing out to go and collect them. Whereas in this circumstance, it's everywhere. It's a huge game. He's been out for years and years, and now everyone's got the chance before it gets pulled. So because of that, there's going to be keys everywhere. It's not going to be a hard find,
0: right? Yeah. So the reason the press have picked up on it, I suppose, is because there's a story. Because you can still go get it but saying this game's been delisted you can't do anything about it is a bit pointless Yeah, that.
1: that's like going haha this is a game you can no longer get. Oh
0: well, let's move on. You know, it's not Yeah, I would still so consider important. it newsworthy personally, but I suppose I understand why many people wouldn't bother posting that. In the case of Alan Wake, just in case people aren't aware, I suppose I should expand on what's happened. Alan Wake by Remedy Entertainment is being delisted on the Steam storefront and as well as Xbox storefront and even physical copies, new physical copies in game stores. Though you can obviously just pick up a pre-owned one still. Uh, The reason for its delisting is because, as is often the case for delistings, their licenses have expired, in this case for the music in-game. I've heard people suggest that they should just go into the game and change the music i suppose that would require going back to a game and spending hours and work on a game that they've already left behind you know it's definitely something that they wouldn't make money on if they left it listed up i
1: doubt they sell a couple hundred even per week of the game at this point Mm. it wouldn't be worth them to pay their employees most likely to go and do that when they can use those employees power to continue making whatever games they're making now instead
0: Yeah, exactly. And we have to keep in mind that the decision may very well not be the developer's decision. That may be the publisher's decision. And the chances of the publisher giving two craps is slim at best. You know, there's going to be other
1: contracts in place for the game as well that may not allow them to edit it after that point. Yes, that's true. Yeah. It's a shame, but at least the American Nightmare is still going to be around. You know, that's still up and that isn't being
0: taken down because they have been able to secure the licensing for that. Yeah. For me, I mean, uh, this stuff gets me big time, dude. Because the preservation of video games means so much to me. It is, like, the thing I talk about the most as Mm -hmm. a problem in the industry. Yeah. I talk about it more than any other issue. It is the single most important thing to me with video games. Because, to me, they're not a consumable They're not consumable like you're going to the cinema and watching a film and forgetting about it is or watching a show on TV. It is an art form. Like any other art form, like paintings, deserves to be preserved, deserves Mm -hmm. to be kept safe. And it is so damn difficult in this industry for that to happen. It's going to become more and more of a problem as well because of digital. Yeah. I'm not wholly against digital. I understand the advantages to it. Obviously, it's more convenient. But god damn, is it a difficult situation for preservation. Is... Yeah,
1: especially when it's got DRM on it. Obviously, if you're activating it on any gaming platform, that's it. You use it once and it's done. Whereas a retail copy, a physical copy, once you no longer want it, obviously, you can just sell it on. So it becomes a lot easier to buy and obtain these removed games or the games that are no longer in distribution, where digital obviously makes it so much harder. And the price of buying some of these games going up and up, like, for instance, Mafia 1, uh, that was removed off Steam a couple of years ago. And if you want to go buy a copy of that these days, it's around
0: £1,000. Mm. Like, people want it that much. it's so problematic as well, because some of these games, you could argue, are on other platforms on a physical medium anyway. Yeah, fine. That's still a problem to me, because I still think it has a right to exist in mm-hmm. in each of its platforms. Historically, I think that's important. But... um. There are some games that are Steam exclusive. That's the only platform they have or will yeah. ever be on, and away they're gone, gone forever. And they may be obscure tiles. It's absolutely still mm. preserving to me. Are there any small, obscure, rare games that have been delisted that are just gone? Like, you're quite involved in sort of this community yeah. of finding lost games.
1: Yeah, there are people, like a lot of people, who are interested in... The same as us. They, their intentions may be slightly different in uh, they want it because it's rare or they want it because no one else can get it. Or well, There is a lot of people too who want it simply because they're removed and they don't believe that that should be the end of a game cycle just because it's disappeared. Mm. And there's a lot of them and there's a, there's a lot of ways in which games can be removed or Steam. It isn't simply a delisting. So you have the standard delisting which is just pulled from the store. You go to their URL and it's gone. Right. Uh, then you have uh, when it's DMCA'd. And that means that it's also been pulled from the store, but keys no longer work. So when a game is removed on Steam, uh, same as it's been removed for a year, you could still go and buy a copy in key form and then activate it. And it would work and it would be on your Steam library and you own it, yay, it was easy to get. But if it's been DMCA'd, it means that key copies no longer work. They've been all invalidated, which makes it so much harder to go and pick up a copy of that game. And that happens quite a lot.
0: Because of what? Copyright claims and stuff? Yeah, copyright
1: claims, infringement, You know, issues with audio, and then there's sometimes the publishers just don't get along and it splits up and they dissolve, which seems to be happening a lot more and more recently thanks to the push of green light games. And then sometimes they just get pulled because they're just not making enough money and they don't see the point in keeping it up and spending their time to update it when the game just isn't making any money.
0: Publishers care about the bottom line, they care about money, they don't necessarily care about preserving the art form, whereas the developer probably does. How many games would you say have been totally removed or delisted? It's
1: in the area of around 600 that has been completely removed. About 30 or 40 get removed every week. Really? Sorry, every month. Not every week, every month. So I was saying, delist is completely removed. DMCA is when you can no longer activate it after that point. And then you've got um, a disabled, which is when the store page still stays up, but you just can't purchase it anymore, which usually happens because of a copyright claim, and Steam has to allow you two weeks to respond to that copyright claim. So they keep your store page up to allow interest in the game and allow people to look at the info and whatnot on the developers. doesn't allow you to actually buy the game. And those games, that happens about 10 times a month or so. And, you know, when a game gets removed, it can come back again. They do come back sometimes. For instance, there is a game about Gabe Newell. Um, it's called Gabe Newell Simulator. That was removed off Steam last week and came back about two hours later. Uh, That does happen from time to time, which is good. Some of the games that have been completely DMCA'd and will never come back, there's one called Boxmaker, and no one had copies of that. There's like three people in the community of over a thousand people who collect games who own that. That's gone. I own that, and I'm pretty proud of that one. There's Blur. It's not DMCA'd, but it's just really hard to find a copy these days. A lot of people would spend a lot of money on that. And then there's a game that was removed because the developers were more or less cheating the review system. By creating multiple accounts and faking reviews or silencing bad reviews and deleting them. And what Steam will then do sometimes is end the communication with the business completely and end their business relationships. And when that happens, it's really hard to find more copies of that game because what they'll do is stop the developer from being able to access Steamworks, which is the place where developers can ask for keys of their games, which is free for the developers. But you can no longer do that once you have had all your ties cut off with Steam. So games like that are normally the most rare ones. Like, for instance, there's a game called Art of Stealth. Piece of crap game. It runs terribly. Everyone hated on it. All the people on YouTube who nag onto the people about how bad Greenlight is. It's one of those games. It's terrible. And that's a really difficult one to get hold of because the developers are really dodgy. And they'll do stuff like now they have a couple keys left. And every now and then they'll do these biddings for it. And they'll hope to get a couple hundred pounds for it. And then they might not send out the keys if you paid for it and whatnot.
0: So the developers in this case are actually profiteering off of the basis of this is going to be a rare game. So this is being delisted. You want to grab this, guys. They'll bid it off. Yeah.
1: It's happened before as well. So Digital Homicide did the same thing. They knew that... So Digital Homicide, by the way, is a company that had a bunch of crap games on Steam. Like, they were intentionally terrible with the sole idea of selling as many as possible. And they were kind of unknown, really, even in the communities that care about removed Steam games and, and will actually track games that might be removed. No one had the idea of them. No one had them on their radar. They wasn't on any list of possibly being removed. But once it was removed, that's the only time that people started to care about them. Beforehand, they, they were nobody. And then once they started to get their games removed because they were basically suing everyone with a negative opinion of the game, they were removed off Steam. And people start to care about it then, and luckily their games, which is I think there's eight of them, they're really easy to get hold of, because they had a bundle which, which included all the games in one Steam key, and they're still everywhere. You can go get them for like ten trading cards or st- on Steam, or like two pounds, you can go and get all of them.
0: I suppose the irony is that everyone's freaking out about Alan Wake, but that really is by no means going to be... It'll probably be easier because it's had so much attention, you know, everyone well... would have snapped it up.
1: Last week, Steam removed the ability to uh, have gift copies in your in your inventory.
0: Yeah, that makes it slightly more difficult.
1: Yeah, which to many people, they just don't care about. It isn't really a thing that is going to bother them in the long run. But for me and a lot of the people in these kind of communities, we hate it with a passion because a game that you believe is that might be removed, you can no longer get a gift copy of it. And from now on, there are no gift copies of other than games that have been bought before this change. So games that were bought... As a gift copy before Steam added this, they act exactly the same. There's no differences. But let's just say a game gets removed tonight. The only way you can get that game if you don't have it already is with a key. And if it's a DMCA, keys don't exist, keys don't work. And if a developer never sold it on third-party sites, legit third-party sites like Humble Bundle and whatnot, there won't be any keys, and therefore that game is gone forever. You can never get that again.
0: I was concerned about this because I understood why they made that change about um, gift copies. So basically, rather than being able to gift at any point, you have to gift it on the day of purchase. Yeah. You can postpone that happening, but you have to schedule it on the day of purchase. That's the new rule. I get why they did that. They did that to uh, hold off things like G2A and stuff like that. But as you say, it's a huge, huge dent to the preservation community.
1: Weirdly enough, the dent that it actually causes the most for this is probably the community in which collects steam games or even because there's a small portion of a community that collects steam games not in their libraries on steam but actually in their inventories themselves there are people who have like level like a thousand and something on steam which costs literally quarter of a million pounds to get your level up that high by the way and they will also collect games in their inventories as well and that's just what they like to do they're not doing it to trade although people obviously used to do that and they're not doing it to sell they're doing it because they like the look of it in their inventory and that can't exist anymore you know and my opinion anyway is although there are many other opinions and people believe that it will dent third-party sites like g2a and Kingwin and whatnot it won't in my opinion it just doesn't do anything to those sites because the majority that they're handling are keys so the way that games get on g2a most of the time not always obviously because say always would be incorrect because i've sold stuff on g2a before and i get them legitimately but what people will do more often than not is they'll go to, say, Humble Bundle. They legitimately get keys from bundles or from developers directly. And what they'll do is they'll buy, say, 20 copies of the same game from Humble Bundle, but they'll buy it from a stolen credit card. And then they'll sell the content on G2A, and then all of a sudden the credit card owner will go, oh, and my card's obviously been cheated, and I've had a bunch of money stolen from me, and they'll do a chargeback. Which means that Humble Bundle, you know, they have made no money, but they've given out the keys already. Whereas the person who's stolen the credit card has already made their money and more or less laundered the money through keys and got legitimate money that they can spend anywhere onto their legitimate credit card. And that is like at least 90% of the keys that are on G2A. But gift copies just aren't massively on G2A. Like You'll see now and then one out of every, say, 20
0: keys that are on, on G2A, you'll see gift copies. So this does a
1: bare dent into
0: G2A. I suppose it was the only dent that Steam could have made to them, though, even if it is minor. Like, I don't know what else they could have really done. Well, there's a
1: there. there's a rumour that the keys are going completely.
0: Right. And what would be the alternative?
1: There is something that's happening in around... They said it was going to happen by the end of next month, but I don't think that's going to happen. And it's where developers can give out keys directly, but it wouldn't be a key. It would be more of them just activating it on your account. So Steam is implementing in a system where if you want to test a game or you want to give people the game before it comes out, even pre-alpha, even you know pre-early access, to test the game or see what it's like to test servers, then developers could give you that. Or if people were reviewing, people who review games, they could give you a copy of the game way before embargo date so you could you could you know you could test it and, and whatnot before you need to. And steamer adding a system directly into the client that allows you to do that. That allows a developer to just give the game to someone and then revoke it as they please per person. And when they do that one of the worries is that they might replace the key system completely using that. And there's a lot of reasons why they wouldn't like for instance retail games that have Steamworks built in that actually you need to use the key on the back of the box or the back of the card to activate the game on Steam or to activate and use the game at all even though you've bought a physical copy. And that's one of the worries if they do that they are all void. They are all completely void. So they may do it where old games with old keys still work and you can still do the new system.
0: Right. So it won't work retroactively. It would just be any new releases. Well, that
1: would be the only way that they could, they could legally do it because they obviously have contracts of many game companies that only distribute their games, even physically, with Steam. So you have a CD. You put the CD into the, into the machine and then Steam will go, oh, you need to put the key in first, right? That's their DRM. Yeah, so it'd probably be retroactively. But going on forward, it is a rumor that they would simply have to do it themselves through the Steam client themselves. Meaning any game that was removed after that point is dead. You have no way of getting hold of it and it's just done. And it would stop completely. It would stop dead in the tracks every site like G2A. It would also stop reselling of keys, reselling of games. It would stop people being able to uh, do the credit card fraud. It would stop people being able to trade and scam people because that's how a lot of scams run. And it's a worry, because it would completely remove any way to get games, not only in a cheap way, from stuff like bundle sites, which is a majority of where I get my games from on Steam, but it would also stop removed game communities completely in their tracks. It's a real shame, because if a game gets removed and it was obscure and people didn't really know about it that well, and GIF copies don't exist anymore, and then key copies were also removed, that's done. That game's done. You're never going to hear from it again. And if it's something that never really got any media attention, even if it was a good game... Because it's not necessarily just bad games that get removed on Steam, obviously. It's...
0: Well, I would argue it doesn't matter either way. No, the, oh, yeah. the quality of the game isn't what really matters to me. It's that that little piece of history, that little piece of, whether it's good or not, art, is gone. And that frightens me, to be honest. like The idea of video games just disappearing into the ether is, is, is horrifying. And with
1: uh, games like the games that are superseded from older versions, right? So you've got like, the City's Excel games. Every single one of those games aren't on Steam anymore. Only the newest versions are. They don't keep their old versions. They don't, So they have like 11, 12, they, they get rid of them. The same with Batman games. Once they make the GOTY editions, they remove the old versions. You can't obtain them anymore. Mm. Uh, they get rid of them completely. And, and lots of games do this. So Bulletstorm, they made a new version. It was like the Ultimate Edition or something, I don't remember. And when they did that, they got rid of the old Bulletstorm. And the Bulletstorm is a huge game. Everyone knows Bulletstorm. The same as, uh, you know, Dead Island games. As soon as they release um, Game of the New Edition versions of them, they remove the games completely. They don't exist on
0: Steam anymore. In the case of Duke Nukem, I recall that being quite an issue because the newest version, which is 20th Anniversary Edition, whatever they called it, when that released, they removed all of the previous versions that were on Steam. Yep. And two problems with that. First problem, it doesn't include some of the content that was in those versions. It doesn't include some of the uh, the additional episodes that were in those versions. The Megatron edition, mostly. And B, some people didn't like the changes, They didn't like the differences to begin with. Yeah, yeah
1: they wanted to have the authentic, old-feel game. Exactly how it was, with all the bugs and glitches included. And when you remove some of that stuff, it removes some of what made that game that game. And I completely understand that. But yeah, they removed the Manhattan edition, 3D, the 3D Megaton edition two. Yeah. Uh, They removed Duke Nukem, the standard. And I think the only one that's currently on Steam is like the 20th anniversary edition and Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, Yes. They're the only ones that are still on Steam right now. And companies love to do this. And I understand why from a business side. They don't want people to go out and buy the old version. For £10 When they could go pay £12 Just £2 more
0: Oh it makes complete financial sense It makes entire financial sense And I understand publishers are run by Businessmen Not by artists The artists are the developers not the publishers And they don't have any of the power unfortunately I'm sure the developers of the games Are equally as upset Their piece of art in its original state Is gone I'm sure they're yeah. they're just as wounded by that as anyone else Really, it's kind of a shame that the digital age, the age of being able to save everything on an online cloud and have it be there forever for everyone to access, the online age should be fantastic for preservation. In theory, they're not on disks that could perish. They're there infinitely. It should be so much better for preservation. I agree. it's, It's ridiculous that it's the complete other way around, because business
1: Well, it's not just business. Sometimes it's pettiness. There's one recently where I can't remember the game's name. It's been removed like three times, literally three times in the last like two weeks. The majority of games on Steam are indie games. And what happens more often than not is the developers are also the publishers because obviously Steam allows you to be freestanding. You don't need to be part of a huge publisher. You can do it yourself. And that's why it's appealing because you can earn more of the money. And, you know, I think Minecraft really made that huge, like about Minecraft time was when a lot of people, especially on Steam, were like, holy cow, I can make money out of my game myself. I don't have to go through like a big, huge publisher. If you are the developer and the publisher, like you are the people who are dealing with all that on Steam, you get some really petty stuff, like you'll have business relationship ending just because of, you know, personal relationship ending or someone moves away. Obviously not in every situation, but they will claim absolutely everything to the tiny little paint dot that they'll do as their own. And so they'll want split of money, which is, I guess, that's normal to do. But if they don't, they will do a DMCA onto Steam. And DMCA is really easy, a bit like YouTube. It's super easy to fake a DMCA or to just well over-exaggerate a DMCA. And when you do a DMCA on Steam, a bit like YouTube, is they'll remove the video first and then they'll look into it. Which means that even if the game isn't going to be removed permanently, the game is down for say two weeks or so first which is not only a hindrance to the game sales obviously but it's a big problem for the remove community because we'll end up going and buying that game rushing because it's just been removed and everyone will quickly rush out onto all the key really selling sites and try to buy it and then it comes back again which is you know it's kind of annoying to spend that much money and stuff like g2a
0: obviously they're crap they don't have ways to refund where are you getting this information from? Is this just the circles talk to each other? Are there specific foreign, specific sites? Are there specific places to find this information out?
1: So on Steam, there is a, uh, a group and it's locked. You have to have over a certain amount of Steam games removed in order to be in this group. Um, within that group, we have a Discord and, and we just talk on there and we have like bots and stuff set up. So the second, uh, the second a Steam game is removed, we know.
0: What's the group called? You may
1: as well give them a shout out. Uh, the group is called just Remove Game Collectors. It's, pre- it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's just RGC, sort what everyone else calls it. And you have to have, I think right now it's 130 removed Steam games to get in.
0: Okay.
1: And the reason why we set the, the bar so high is simply because...
0: You're fighting over the same games.
1: We are exactly that. We are fighting over the same games and there's only a limited amount. And plus the fact, every time a game gets removed, if it's an indie company, we'll get in touch with them and be like, hey, your game has just been removed. We're really sorry to hear that. But we'd love to do a group buy. We have like 50 people here, or 100 people here, or whatever. And we're interested in your game. We want your game. Would you be up for pulling a bunch of keys from Steam and selling it to us? And we'll pay you. We're not going to like rip you off. And we'll pay you for the game because we want it. We all want it. We all want to enjoy your game. And it works out sometimes. And we're able to actually get the game, you know, even though there was no keys for them available, we're able to get them. And that's what happened with Art of Stealth that I said about earlier. That's what happened with them. But we was able to set up a group buy. And then like a week later, they decided, do you know what we'll do? We'll do some bidding and hopefully we can make a bunch of money off of it.
0: I mean, unless you're in that exclusive group, would you say there's no real resources to work out what is being removed, what has been removed? We go by a couple of standards. We go by a
1: couple of ways that we might know. So for instance, as I say, we have bots and they will scour every single store page. And there's like 16,000 games on Steam. they will go through every single one of them to check to see if any information has been put up onto the store like on the news about if it's being removed or not so we'll get that at least and it has like keywords that will kind of set it off
0: but is that the group spots
1: yeah that's the group spot you have you have to be in the so it's not
0: public information
1: well no once this kind of stuff usually happens a lot of people will go and post it in the public part of the group because there's a public part of the group where anyone can go and view it But that normally isn't posted for days or weeks or even a month normally. And by then you have no chance. If you didn't get it within the hour or two of that game being removed, 90% of the time you're never going to get it again. It just doesn't exist after that. Because there's a lot of people who will go buy copies themselves. But there's a huge amount of people who go and buy it to resell later on for
0: a lot more money. My equivalent of this is limited-run games on the PS4. It sounds a lot like that. For example, limited-run games will release a game at a certain time on a certain date, and it's only got like 2,000 copies printed ever, and they're gone in minutes. So unless you're on it at the time, if you hear about it afterwards, it doesn't matter. It's gone. I mean,
1: there's These people, what they'll do is they'll buy up, say, 5 or 10 copies of the game, right, and then, and then they'll hold it intentionally for like a year. Because that puts the price up. Because a bunch of other copies that were still floating around have been sold on by then.
0: Right, that's a shame. That's a shame though, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah.
0: I understand why any individual would do that.
1: Any way that someone can make money, you know, we, so we have that. We have a bot that will scowl for all of them. We have sites that really no one would use, we use. So G2A, for instance, a lot of obviously people use. Kinguin, a lot of people use. But then there's a lot of Russian sites that a lot of people use, which they don't use anymore. But we used to use before Steam added, because right now, if you buy anything in Russia, it's automatically locked to Russia. Oh, okay. You can't activate it anywhere else in the world now. It's only locked to Russia. Why is that? Oh, Because um, Russian prices of games are hugely lower, like massively lower than anywhere else. So more often than not, you're about to get a game, say, in the UK for a tenner but the equivalent in, in Russia would be like £3. Right, so it's
0: just, it's just so it doesn't destroy Steam's economy. Okay. Yeah,
1: and um, like, there's so many websites right now where you can go and get uh, CSGO for like £3 in Russia. Okay. But you want to go get it in the UK, even a resold copy is still 7 or £8. And so Steam added that, as you say, simply to stop people from killing the Steam economy just by buying everything in Russia and then using it here. And before that happened, people would use Russian sites to go and get some of these games because they weren't used that often, they were only mostly used by Russia. So these games were more often not just sit there for a while, so remove Steam games, you could get there if it got removed and someone had key copies or gift copies. But that died once Steam added all that in, so people don't use that anymore. It's mostly just a rush, like a game gets removed to Steam... You'll quickly Google it with the amendment at the end of the game name Steam Key and hope to hell you can find one. Because if you're not within the first half an hour, sometimes even the first couple of minutes, because there are people who rush to go and get these, it's gone. And after that, people will spend ridiculous amounts of money, I mean seriously ridiculous amounts of money for a game that cost £10 before on Steam, and they'll happily pay two, three, four, five hundred £500 for it.
0: My concern is that for the average person, for the average consumer, I think that this Alan Wake news is going to put a spotlight on this happening. Yeah. That's what I think and hope is going to happen. I think it's going to put a spotlight on people going to start becoming aware of there is a serious preservation issue with the Steam games. And I think you'll find that a lot more people are going to start doing what you do.
1: Well, I hope so. I do hope
0: so. My fear is that those people are going to struggle because unless they're in these exclusive communities... How are they going to find, for example, your community require 100, 150 games or so to be included. How are they going to find those first 150 games? They don't know what they're after. They don't even know where to begin to look.
1: I was only part of this community at the beginning of this year. Um, and I've been collecting removed Steam games for three or four years now. So it's not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. A bunch of Steam games that are still easy to get. Even if it was removed a year ago, six months ago, two years ago, there was just too many keys flooded in the market to disappear. There's a bunch of games that are really, really easy to get hold of. There's a bunch of... there's, I think there's like 60 games that have been removed off Steam that are still under a pound. So that's 60 right there, and there's probably more than that. And then there's a bunch that are under $5 or £5. So more often than not, it's very, very easy to get to about 100 in fact, most people who have more than a 1,000 games probably have at least 50 anyway. It's just to get those extra ones, and I, un- I completely understand what you mean. It, the reason why the community is locked, I understand... No, is... I
0: understand why. I understand why. It's that you don't want to be battling against more yeah. people.
1: You know, if you want specifically to go find and remove Steam games, there is a bunch of sites that literally come up on the first page of Google. So, for instance, you have one called Time Killers, and that is a tool made by someone in the community that will scan your entire Steam profile of all your games and tell you what games are removed and you own and what games are removed and you don't own.
0: That's quite good. So
1: it will will literally tell you everything you need to know. And And there's a lot of them, as I say. There's right now 572 games that's been removed completely.
0: 572 games. Yes, that's
1: been removed completely and 109 games completely disabled. No longer purchasable, but the store page is still up. So of them, I own 207 of the 572 and I own 70 of the 109 disabled Steam games. I find it a lot easier personally to go and find the disabled games because a lot of people don't really care about the disabled games, where I do, because I understand that some of them sit there for years. Some of these disabled games don't just sit for two weeks sometimes, they'll sit for a year, two years, and then disappear. So I try to get as many of them as possible because they're still unpurchasable. Although the store page might still be there, they are still unbuyable. You as a normal everyday consumer will still not be able to go and purchase that, so I get hold of them. So I own 70 of the 109, and there's a lot of them that was before my time of collecting these games that are just impossible to find now. Probably the rarest two Steam games, in my opinion, that are removed is Avatar. The reason why that's so so rare is because it never hit Steam. It never hit Steam. It, there was never a store page. The, it was exclusive for buying a VR headset. And if you ah. bought this VR headset, you got a Steam key for the game. But it was never on Steam. There's only a Steam app ID for it, and there was no store page. The only way to ever get it was through uh, this VR. So it's stupid hard to get. And then the other game that's really hard to get, ironically, is Neopets. As in just Neopets? It was a, an adventure board game by Neopets. And it was on Steam, to my memory, for two days, about six years ago. Was that a license thing, or...? What happened was the Neopets company was bought over. Oh, I see. And two days after it launched, they got bought over. My guess is that they also didn't buy the license to the game when they bought them over, and the game was dead and got removed off Steam. Five, six years ago, the the hype for Neopets was dead. No one played it anymore.
0: Yeah, so no one was looking for it in those no. days.
1: And so out of the entire uh, community of people who rem- who collect and remove Steam games, which is about a 1,000 people... No one, not a single person owns it, none, no one. And then Avatar, only three people own it.
0: Right. In total, there are probably, very possibly, maybe a 100 people out there have it.
1: Ever, yeah, who probably don't collect, remove Steam games. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, they're not obtainable because they're on people's accounts.
1: The thing is, is a lot of these people, they might be dead Steam accounts. People don't use the accounts anymore, and there's a lot of them. Or they just don't collect Steam games in general, or they've moved on to another account. Avatar is still obtainable. There are people who trade it. I, I know of someone right now who's trading it right now but the highest bid for it is £600, so they're expensive. If you want the copy, you have to go and buy the VR console, and that is obviously discontinued
0: many years ago now. How easy would you say it is to break the DRM for some of these games, or is that just not feasible? Because I would argue that if a game is utterly, completely unobtainable, delisted, gone, fuck it, go and pirate it. I would tell people that, go.
1: It completely depends on what DRM they've added into the game. There are some games on Steam that is literally as easy as copying and pasting the Steam folder. Download the game on Steam if you own it, and then copy and paste the file, and congratulations, you now have an unlimited version of that game.
0: And I'm sure that's out there for a lot of delisted games as well.
1: Probably, yeah. And even if the game does have DRM, there are people who crack these games, Sure. And if it was on Steam and it was even semi-popular, I'm talking like not AAA title. I'm talking like a game that sold say 10,000 copies. Mm-hmm. That more than likely has a crack too. Um, I have a friend who has just released a tiny game. Like it's just a, it's his first indie game. He got it on Greenlight and he got it into Steam, and that got cracked. <laughs>
0: Well, in general, I think it's terrible. I think it's awful that, you know, those profits are stolen from what is sometimes a guy in their basement. I think that's terrible. I'm not saying that people should go and generally go and pirate. Unobtainable
1: ever again. If you cannot get it, then... Yes.
0: If a game is delisted and is completely forever unobtainable, I'm all for anyone going and pirating it because the developer isn't making any money from it anyway, so...
1: There's probably a good amount of these 572 games that have been removed that you can just go and pirate elsewhere... Or you can go and get on disc copy, or you can go and get elsewhere, because it's been removed off Steam. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not iceware. It could be on GOG.
0: Well, it could just be on another platform, sometimes. Like Blur, that's on PS3 360.
1: Like every other EA game, or Ubisoft game. They don't exist on Steam really anymore. There's a couple that are floating around on Steam still. But when um, Ubisoft released their own gaming platform, they pulled all their games off of Steam.
0: Were there any that they didn't bring over? Were there any that they just took off and didn't bring over? Uh, there could be. I
1: honestly don't know. I really only use Steam. I, I I would love to use you know Uplay and whatnot as well, but it just costs so much money to do what I'm doing on Steam as it is, let alone to do it on other platforms.
0: It would require a lot to invest yourself in another two communities and another two ecosystems, anyway. Yeah, you
1: know? and there's a bunch more opening every single day, every single week. There is more and more of these. Game clients opening up, trying to fight Valve. It makes sense, because Valve makes a stupid ton of money. There's no real competition. They have Monopoly on the market completely.
0: I would imagine they have maybe 90% of the PC market, and then you've got GOG key resellers, which I guess is kind of part of the Steam economy anyway, and uh, EA Origin and Uplay taking up small percentages of, of the rest.
1: Personally, have used Uplay since it launched, and I don't like it. It just isn't my platform. It has a very limited games I don't like their download system. I don't like their update system, personally. I don't like their launcher. So I don't use that. I do like GOG, though, because GOG released Galaxy, GOG Galaxy, recently, which is their... Well, not recently. It was, like, over a year ago now. And that is their Steam. That's their client. But what's really nice about it is it's completely DRM-free. So you buy a game on GOG it adds it to your library but at any point if you want to have the DRM version of it free you can and you can just put it on a pen drive and go elsewhere and not use GOG Galaxy and I really like that and as someone who has spent unimaginable amounts of money on Steam I shouldn't like that but I really like GOG Galaxy and I really hope it does well but the main problem with GOG Galaxy is A. not enough people use it and a lot of people use Steam because more people use Steam if you understand what I mean. There's a lot of people on Steam because there's a lot of people on Steam. Same as like Facebook and whatnot, right? Absolutely. People are there. People are there because people are there. And it's the same thing with gaming communities. A lot of these games are multiplayer and they want to play it with their friends. And if their friends aren't using that platform, they're not gonna go use that platform too.
0: It's the same sort of reason that Google Plus didn't kick off, for example. It's like, well, I might start using it, but I'm waiting for everyone else to start using it. No one used it,
1: and there's no point in doing so. And you have to have a huge thing happen for people to move over. Like YouTube recently. YouTube is having a hell of a time. As I say, it's the exact same way with Steam. There is literally no competitor that is anywhere close to them. And that is a real problem. I really do hope stuff like GOG does work, because I hate DRM. I really genuinely understand it, but I hate DRM I I really do it completely kills preservation it kills enjoyment and, and sharing of the games I mean we don't have that kind of thing for actually we do have that kind of thing for music no we have iTunes
0: well that made me sad do you off the top of your head know some of the rarest lost games that you might have
1: so there are some games that no one owns not a single human being owns that game
0: and we know this
1: yeah no we know this there are lists people have created massive lists Um, of every game that's been removed and they try and track people who own it or not. There are some removed games in which no one owns, maybe never hit Steam or wasn't on Steam for long enough for people to care about to get. There are some games in which are just untrackable because the way that we track them, every game has a unique Steam ID and sometimes they will get the Steam app ID and then change the app ID over or they will never actually release the game or the company will go bankrupt before that or bust before that. So it doesn't hit Steam. So there are games that are technically on Steam because they were given Steam app IDs, but they technically also never really hit Steam. And then there's a bunch of games in which just didn't sell. And there are people, like barely anyone who owns it. So Neopets is one of the ones I mentioned earlier. Uh, You have the Godfather games, all of them, all the Godfather games. I don't know a single person who owns those games.
0: That's not an official stat, though. I mean, there will be people that have bought it, but we just don't hear from them.
1: Yeah, within the actual Steam community, the Steam Remove community, only one person. I'm looking at it right now. There's 1,200 people that are registered to the site I'm looking at right now, and only one of those 1,200 removed game collectors own it. Okay. That's where I mostly get my information, is a collective of all the Steam removed game collectors into one. But that would mean that these people specifically search for these games, right? If 1,200 of them are accumulated together and only one of them own them, I'm going to guess that there's not many people out there that actually own it, even if it's not removed. Um, That's just pure conjecture, obviously. But there's, there's so many. There is hundreds, and I mean literally hundreds of games where the people who collect these type of games, no one owns them. Or barely anyone. Like, uh, there was one that was removed at the beginning of the year. You know Risk? Like, Risk 1 and 2? They were removed off Steam, but they had regional variants. Like, a lot of regional
0: variants. Oh, okay. That's a shame.
1: Well, there's a bunch of games that have regional variants, like um, the Max Payne games. They have, like, I think 8 or 10 regional versions, which is huge. Most games only have, like, Russia, Japan, and then they have row. That's more or less it. It's just free. But for some reason, there's some games that just love DRM and love locking games into certain countries. There was a Red Bull game, which had like 12 for some reason. I don't know why. It's not like everyone was rushing to go buy the new Red Bull X-Fighters game. They had a bunch. Um, The emergency games, if you've ever heard of them, there's one every year. They have a couple. It's a shame, and it's becoming... Just harder and harder to get hold of these games. The community's largest fear, by far, is just as I say, the removal of Steam keys. I wouldn't stop using Steam. I'm someone who spent probably at least ten thousand on Steam. You would move over to a different platform. Yeah, I would honestly. Um, it would kill it because out of every hundred games that I have on Steam, only maybe five or ten of them were actually bought directly through Steam. The rest of them were bought through either legitimate third-party sellers, or through stuff like G2A, or through bundles. That's where I get most of my games, because I buy every every bundle you can imagine, even obscure ones people don't know about, like as a company called Bunch of Keys. And they only sell a couple hundred copies of their bundles, and they do a bundle every week, and they only sell, as I say, between two and 300 copies. Sometimes 600 copies if it's got a large amount of games in it, and I buy all of them. I buy every single one of them. Even if I've got the majority of the games in them, I buy them. Because I love collecting games. It's just my thing. It's my niche. It's what I like to spend my money on. It's my collection. And if keys get removed, every single other way, other than buying directly through Steam, is gone. It it doesn't exist anymore. Um, And I think at that point, I would move away. It sucks. Because I I love Steam. It's like what I put 90% of my free time into. It's why I put a good 90% of my free money into...
0: That's like your thing. That's like your primary hobby.
1: Yeah. And, and the thing was, is if, if you talk to me for more than an hour, probably will bring it up. I'm proud of my collection. It's something that I, I love. And even though it's a huge money sink, it really is just a huge money sink. I love it. I absolutely love it. I just am more and more scared of Valve because they really are doing some stuff that can kill the platform. And it scares me because I'm part of communities that love Steam. And I have friends that was built because of Steam and because of servers that I run for Steam games. As I say, the amount of money I've put into Steam and the amount of time I've put into Steam, and they can kill it. With a single click, they could remove a bunch of games that they no longer want, or they could start allowing companies to just revoke games out of your library, which has been happening more and more recently. They could do it where they remove keys copies completely, and they've done gift copies already. They could do it where... I can only activate row games. I can't go and activate, you know, a game that was sold in France I wouldn't be able to use anymore. This problem that was we spoken about earlier where uh, you couldn't store games in your inventory anymore. The other problem was buying games for friends. So say I live in the UK, right, and you live in the US, for instance. As my friend, I wouldn't be able to go and give you that game as a birthday present if the game between our two regions is uh, 10% plus or minus more.
0: Yeah, again, this is them trying to... uh Trying to help their own economy. It, again, it makes sense, but it, it's not good for its consumers. No,
1: it, it's really anti-consumer. So if it's, if it's £10 for me and it's £8 for you, I wouldn't be able to go and buy it for you as a birthday present.
0: It's kind of shitty, actually.
1: Oh, it's so shitty because it means that they're literally taking away an option. I'm forced to not give it to you in Steam. I would have to go and give it to you on any other platform, physical or not and it's, it's definitely one of the reasons why physical media is getting a little bit ahead in my opinion and as far as a lot of people in the community's opinion because this shit doesn't happen you don't have it where i can't go and give a game that i bought in the uk to someone who lives in france or someone who lives in the us and they just slowly week by week month from month doing this shit and they're not giving people heads up they are notorious for being shit when it comes to consumers and as far as their support goes if you want to go get help from steam good luck we'll see you in about three weeks i've only ever had to contact steam twice about stuff once was about when steam like to kick you from csgo if you've got like cc cleaner running right so i contacted them about that and they were like this is the reasons
0: why you've been vac banned i wasn't vac banned i've never been vac banned before To be a little bit fair to them, there was a recent report that showed that they get like 20,000 support requests a minute or something ridiculous like that. So they should probably hire a couple more hundred support staff.
1: And I understand that, but there are companies way larger than Valve that have way more tickets than them by far i'm guessing amazon being one of them so i mean they're gonna get a lot of requests and they handle it beautifully amazon support is perfect in my opinion i've I've never had a problem thousands
0: of people in their staff just for customer care
1: and it's something the steam needs to start doing because this kind of stuff that happens more and more on a daily basis completely blindsides people and and they don't expect it and as a community we don't get the ability to know when a game's getting removed which a lot of people were pushing for and a lot of people would love me included to be able to go and get a game at game price rather than ten times the price before it gets moved would be brilliant. And it would so badly help the preservation of games. But it
0: won't happen. Well, that's the thing. As you say, actually, Steam are large enough and own enough of the market that if they really wanted to, they could very easily tell publishers and developers from now on, okay, if you're going to have a game removed due to licensing issues, contracting issues, personal issues, legal issues, etc., we have it in our contract that if you have your game on Steam... That We must know about that a week in advance and we will sell it for like 50% off for the last week so that people can get it and we'll, we'll put communication out like a weekly notice saying here the games that's going this week or
1: well, you know like on top of the sometimes on a game it will say like this is a regional variant or it's not in english or it needs a controller only or it's vr or whatever that there like on the store page it's a re- they don't even have to advertise it just say on top of that delisting because we have bots and people who care enough that they'll go find that crap yeah and that would be unbelievably amazing because it would stop of the games that get pulled right now from disappearing forever. But they won't do that because the publisher won't make a huge amount of money from doing that. Steam won't make a huge amount of money from doing that. So it's not worth their time. If they want to bash key resellers, though... Well, of course, but it would probably be less than a percent difference because the large majority of Steam resellers aren't about buying up games that are no longer buyable. It's mostly just hey, I've got a stolen credit card and I bought £10,000 worth of games on Humble Bundle and I'll resell it on. I I understand they need to to fix that, but that shouldn't be on Steam, in my opinion, because there's nothing they can do. Like, as I say, they remove keys and they fuck 90% of the community in order to stop G2A. That's not worth it, in my opinion. It should be on G2A to fix it. Or the community... Stop buying shit on G2A and that isn't going to happen anymore, you know? G2A aren't going to stand around if they're not getting paid anymore. It was believed that G2A was going to go legit because they had a, um, as I mentioned earlier, they had a deal with Bulletstorm, the new version of Bulletstorm they were doing with G2A. You bought it through G2A as a pre-order and you'd get a bunch of crap that isn't anywhere else, even on Steam.
0: And 2K were informed about what G2A do and went, oh shit, we weren't aware of that, and then put out... Sort of a list of demands, basically, which was fix this, fix this, fix this, or our deal was done. And G2A said nothing. Just let the timer go. It was great for people either way, because it was either A, they actually sort their shit out, great, or B, they don't sort their shit out. And everyone knows that they know what they're doing.
1: That was the thing. is beforehand on... that You'll see it even now on Reddit when they try to defend themselves. They can't plead ignorance anymore. But they, yeah, that's exactly it. They used to plead ignorance and say, oh, we're not a reselling site, or people don't do that, or it's a very small minority of our company, and we do this, that, and the other to stop it. Like, they have a, a system in place that will apparently check the keys. Now, I'm someone who have activated quite literally thousands of keys on Steam. There is not a single way to check if a key is used or not. And there is not a single way to check if a a key is legit or not. There's not a single way to check where the key comes from. There is no such system. Steam doesn't even have that ability. Developers don't even have that ability. And consumers definitely do not have that ability. So unless G2A was specifically working with Steam, a company that is trying to kill G2A, They don't have that system in place. There is no such system to check if a key exists or if it works. So you could just type in ABCDE-FG and that could be a fake key and no one would know until they bought it off of you, right? And that is something that they constantly say it's crap. And as you say, that just completely shows what they're like, who they are. They care more about their money than they do their ethics. If you do care about Steam games uh, and you do care about Remove Steam games specifically, go check out the Remove Steam game group. Um, There are a bunch of people there who care about it. If you want to go and find Remove Steam games yourself and you care about that, go and check out Time Killers. Just literally type into Google Remove Steam games and you'll find it. There's a bunch of people who care about them. There's a bunch of people who will help you try to find it and try to keep hold of them. Don't try and resell them because there's enough of people out there already that love to resell the games. Don't be a scalping,
0: spineless spoon
1: but yeah, if you're interested in Remove Steam games or just the preservation of games alone, as Ryan said earlier, hit me up on at Reece Bullet on Twitter. I don't really use any other social media. Hit me up on Steam if you like. So yeah, if you want to talk about Remove Steam stuff, you know you know Ryan's Twitter, at ToadsAnime, or talk to me at Reece Bullet.
0: And yeah, that's about it. Yep, as Reese says so kindly, obviously feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at ToadsAnime. I'm sure you already do anyway, but do that. And do go follow Reese, because he knows his shit when he's talking about Steam games and whatnot. Also, if you liked this podcast and found it useful... Do you remember i have a patron i like that money i like buying games that's toads anime as well so there's my little my little shameless fucking and, and, and we're at
1: an agreement now where i take only 95 percent of that money Only,
0: so i get a whole five percent to buy those games mm, tasty shit
1: the thing was as well is with that five percent he can buy five percent of a game you know that's that's a massive amount and i can go buy
0: the 95 percent of the game and everyone's happy right and this we could make some like dlc for here that my five percent of the game. That's. I don't, there's a joke. There's a joke there somewhere.
1: The five percent is the is the actual game. Yeah. For only thirty five pounds, and then the DLC is uh, the ninety five percent of the game, and that's only sixty seven pounds. I'm looking at you games that have five hundred DLC. That means you train simulator. There was a game that was uh, getting a bunch of DLC removed recently. Uh, it's called Fantasy Grounds, and that has six hundred and fifty DLC. Each one of them <laughs> being a fiver each. And oh. I was just—I was curious. Five and a half thousand pounds, and most of them are just like a green skin, a blue skin, a yellow skin with a dot
0: on it. Do you know As what? A fiver. With that news, f- fuck this podcast. Fuck what we said. Let's let video games end. Let's let st- fuck them. Yeah,
1: I think we should go back to Pogs. Don't diss Pogs, mate, mate, mate. I'm—I'm I'm the John Cena of Pogs. Oh shit, I don't know what that means. <laughs> It's the Pog! My special move is I just get out... You know the, the bags that people used to hold the Pogs into? that has got like the... um. You mean bags? Well, no, because they were the, the bags people held Pogs in were like black and they had the strings that would pull and...
0: You mean a drawstring bag? Yeah, yeah, that one. So a bag.
1: You know those special bags that were made out of that special cloth? You know
0: those bags they made especially for Pogs that have yes. never been seen before or since?
1: Um, well, I made them actually, um, so I've got the Shit. copyright. That's my special move and you can't... I, that's mine. Uh, I can't take that. Um, I own
0: 5% of it though.
1: You do own 5% of it, but I'm going to buy you out. Oh. So if you want to donate to my Patreon, it's at uh, ToadsAnime. <laughs>
0: oh shit.
1: I don't, I don't use Patreon. I don't, I don't know how it works. No, because he's
0: not a scumbag.
1: No, if you want to give me money, just mail it to me at P.O. Box. I don't have a P.O. Box.
0: At my address?
1: Yeah, if you'd like to send me some money, send uh, money to... I don't, I don't actually know his address. Um,
0: That's good. This is my twin brother.
1: I would just, I would just tweet it at people. To be fair,
0: bye everyone.
1: Thanks for watching, everyone, or listening. Bye.
0: Watching. bye. Brilliant, brilliant. Bye. Shut up, you. <laughs>
1: I'm the John Cena of Pogs
0: oh shit